The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 66. How can technology support elite athletes from injuries? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who is a sports professional in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports technology. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Phil Wagner. Phil is the CEO and founder of Sparta Science, where he specialises in how technology and data analytics can predict injuries to support elite athletes during high performance. I can happily say that I'm very fascinated about Phil's line of work, and it's great to have him as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Phil will share his sports career journey and explain to you how technology can support elite athletes from injuries. Phil, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports career journey to listeners? When did it all start? Yeah, I think, you know, for me, the sports career began as an athlete, um, really enjoying being part of a team uh, and enjoying being uh, in that competitive environment. Um, and, that, and as I went through, I, I almost felt that opportunity was taken away from me uh, due to injuries. And the injuries really kind of varied in terms of where they happened and how much time I missed. And there really wasn't a good solution at that time. And uh, went to different therapists, coaches, doctors, and really couldn't find a mix. So, so got into it as a coach afterwards. Um, you know, those who can't play coach is that old cliche. And so uh, went into coaching and found a, a, a similar challenge um, that there was just evidence that was lacking. And so as a result, you know, went to medical school and really tried to understand how that data is used with patients. So ultimately could apply it into the sports realm. Out of interest, what sport did you compete in at college? So uh, I was started as a football player, um, American football, and then actually transitioned. Um, I was fortunate to grow up in an area that was really big into rugby. So I actually began playing rugby in college and, and ended up playing rugby over in New Zealand for a little bit. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. Just relating back to your education, what areas you focused in at college from an educational standpoint? In undergraduate, really focused in on biomechanics and physiology, you know, understanding not only the structures, but also the stresses and the way those structures work together for the human body. And then after that, um, going to medical school, had a pretty large focus on orthopedics and um, physical therapy, knowing that that was, you know, a key tactical piece for injury prevention. How have you seen sports science now have an impact in modern day sport? Yeah, I think, you know, unfortunately right now, you know, sports science is trying to find its way. 
you know, in like a lot of uh, new um, segments within different industries, you know, I think right now there's this tug of war between, for lack of a better word, old school and new school. You know, the old school um, is looking at, well, there's no relationships, there's no coaching anymore. And the new school is looking at it like, well, we have too much data we need, and we need more and, and we just need to have some objective results and reporting to help guide what we do. Um, and so there's kind of a tug of war um, between those two sides. And, you know, I think it, it's slowly getting fleshed out here, but really the, the solution is trying to find the compromise in, in both of those groups um, where there's a strong relationship and um, solid communication, but decisions are being made off real data and real results. How did you get your foot in the door with regards to starting a career in the sports industry out of interest? Really just cold calling places that um, I thought would be fun to work with. And, you know, I came across um, a college that was looking for somebody and um, really came on board and worked for for pretty much nothing. Um, And actually, you know, was was such a um, such a challenge. I actually got a lot of money back on my taxes because I think they just felt bad for me. Um, you know, but, uh, so I started really in the college realm and, um, in the United States, the college realm is a great place to, to be trained as a coach because there's so many athletes to help that you just get a lot of reps, um, you know, back to kind of the, the 10,000 hour rule, um, working in that college environment really kind of helps you, um, exposes you to a lot of opportunities to be a coach. What life skills have you learned from that experience with regards to how your career is planned out now? Yeah, I think, you know, there's a, there's a few things. Um, in particular, empathy is obviously very important anytime you work in the health field. Um, you know, certainly as a coach, you learn a lot of empathy. Um, but then also as a, as a physician working with patients, you know, began to develop a lot of empathy as well with some of the struggles they went through, um, you know, particularly in any of those fields, time management is a is a crucial um, skill to have to be able to balance um, the ability to not only serve and, and care for these athletes and patients, but then at the same time, stay on the cutting edge by learning and pursuing new knowledge, you know, balancing that curiosity. Just relating to the cutting edge side, it sort of relates to today's main topic. How can technology support elite athletes from injuries? You know, one of the key pieces that we're seeing is is athletes are, are much more intensive in their schedules than they used to be. And, um, you know, being in England, you're, you're well aware that, uh, you know, that Premier League season is now about 11, 11 and a half months long. So your off season is a whopping two to four weeks um, before you're back in it. And so... Most sports have followed that trend, uh, not just at the professional level, but also high school and college. And, you know, technology, one of the biggest roles it can play is really saving time in terms of what does each individual need? And then subsequently, they're going to respond to the stresses of their sport very differently. And so monitoring these athletes in addition to, in addition to prescribing things is a key piece to technology. Um, whereas before it was really just good instincts. Now we can reduce some of those, um, guesses, some of those good hunches, um, to be a little bit more accurate with these decisions. 
So what inspired you to set up your own company? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, I had a good mentor um, in medicine and uh, um, he was at medical school. He was a professor there. And, and, you know, towards the end of my medical education career, he basically explained to me, you know, Phil, you can do a lot more outside the system than you can within the system. And went on to explain that, you know, setting up, you know, a company uh, in the private realm really allowed us to be a little bit more agile um, with not only collecting data, but analyzing that data and applying that data. So that really kind of drove me. If, if we were going to change the world, it had to start from the outside first um, rather than being actually within, you know, the machine. That sounds really interesting. Would you mind explaining to listeners what your company is about and what services you provide? Yeah, so the company we formed is called Sparta Science. And what Sparta Science does is it's based on evidence-based decisions um, that revolve first around diagnosing individual need and then subsequently prescribing um, the exact you know, needs for each person based on their movement patterns. So a big basis behind what we do is based on force application. And so looking at how force is produced you know, your left versus your right leg, your heel versus your toe. Is it fast? Is it slow? Because ultimately, everything we do, whether that's walking, jogging, jumping, they all have to do with how you apply force into the ground. And every individual and every injury has a different pattern. And so we've been able to identify these key patterns. And as a result, the key prescriptions to address those patterns. That sounds really, really interesting. Out of interest, is there like a certain injury you've seen reduced with regards to the services you provide? Yeah, I mean, we've been able to reduce a, a pretty wide range of injuries, you know, from, you know, hamstrings to, um, you know, low back. But probably the most interesting and unexpected has been, you know, the ability to predict injury in the elbow from a lower body jump. And that's, um, been really fascinating, um, and, and particularly that's what I'm talking about here is with baseball pitchers, and you know really been surprising in that the stress on the arm first and foremost comes from you know the ground, and so if you're not using your lower body to initiate you know a throwing motion, then as a result you're having to use that upper body to generate the majority of the stress, and so really kind of taking a step back and recognizing that this data has proven the body is more of a system rather than a series of isolated segments. Just relating back to that baseball example, I assume that the data can also be a great way to adjust the technique with regards to reducing the injury even further. Yeah, I think, you know, there's, you know, what we address is, is the motor program um, because there's really two ways generically to, um, affect some of these risks that we've identified. One is structurally, you know, muscles get bigger, um, you know, weight loss or body weight's going to change. Um, but then the other piece is the motor program and that really trying to reinforce these patterns of movement that are healthier, um, particularly in athletes that have sustained previous injuries. Just relating to what you're doing now, what have you been up to? So right now it's been exciting in that, you know, we've, we've started to get more involved in the special forces, um, in the military, which, you know, has been really gratifying for us, um, in terms of 
such a pure um, pursuit, a pure mission, so to speak, um, and and really seeing the alignment within some of those teams and, and the desire to really um, improve themselves. And so that's been a, a big shift and a big focus of mine personally, uh, recently traveling to learn about, you know, how these soldiers operate, what their environment's like, you know, how how heavy is the body armor they have to carry, um, what's it feel like to jump, um, you know, out of moving vehicles, all these different stressors, which um, are somewhat different than sports, but it's been, again, back to that curiosity, a great uh, learning experience, I think, that's going to apply um, really back to sports and then some of those lessons from sports applying to military as well. That sounds really fascinating. Just on a personal note, what have you enjoyed the most from your career so far looking back? Yeah, I think, you know, looking back, you know, there's there's that saying like, you know, really appreciating the struggles once you're past them, you know. And so, you know, looking back, I think probably the most gratifying piece has really been building a team. Um, and by that, I mean building the team in our business, Sparta, um, mostly because it's just exciting to kind of start with this blank slate and have a vision of what you want to do. And ultimately, that vision is is accomplished by the people you surround yourself with. And so really identifying and, and fostering um, this new teammates that we have in the company, you know, has been, you know, the most exciting piece so far. To me, that is an area I cannot wait to apply, building a team around me. But having a vision is just as important. Phil, I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university sports students who want to pursue a career in the sports industry? Right. I think the biggest, you know, advice that I would give is is to really compete in something, you know, whether that's in, you know, a formal sport or a recreational sport or some sort of uh, physical competition. Because I think one of the things that is really important is, you know, to understand technology, to understand data, you know, the first piece is really to have empathy um, because you're going to be able to look at the data in a different way and identify what the key pieces are. And so one of the challenges a lot of times is a focus purely on the content, um, the academic side of things, and really not on what it feels like to be applying some of these um data insights and so that's that's really the my biggest recommendation is is to you know is to get in it you know roll your sleeves up and and go through some of these competitive um opportunities phil that's a great piece of advice especially to sports science students out of interest how can people interact with you and your company yeah so we have a website uh spartascience.com and then uh you know I'm, i'm recently new to twitter so uh, that's been uh, a, a great learning experience. It, so my Twitter handle is Dr. Phil Wagner. That is great. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Phil, it's been awesome chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Edward. What a really interesting career journey from Phil. For me, the biggest learning lesson I've taken from this interview is that if you're studying a sports science degree, especially sports physiology, I really do hope that this interview has answered a lot of questions in how you can apply your degree into the sports industry, in this case, the sports science sector. 
But what's even more interesting is the growth of sports science, how the use of technology and the use of education can be applied together to making a difference. In this case, it's reducing injury rates in high performance sport. But from a employment point of view, if you want to be a sports scientist, I really do hope you took on board what Phil was saying and apply it to your career adventure in the sports industry. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my special guest so you can discover your career journey in the sports industry and take action. Phil said, stay on the cutting edge by learning and pursuing new logic and balance that curiosity during your career adventure.